everybody. Welcome to Tadai Ma's Harris House Podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I am Robert Scarpanito, and I am joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Konbanwa. Jack Cepeda. Irishaimase. And Colin Sparling. Hello, everybody. Hey. Today, we're talking about The Lost Tapes. I think this is our third or fourth Lost Tapes episode. I haven't been keeping track. But we're looking at the ones that have been translated by Costco subs from weeks 38 to 41 of Opening New Doors. That gives us five whole Lost Tapes episodes to cover today. If you want to take a look at them for yourself, you'll find links in the description below. And uh, go ahead, put this on pause. Watch them, absorb them, love them, hate them, whatever. And come back. And hi, welcome back. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was fast. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's the power of pausing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I say we'll just start kicking off with the first one. This is week 38. This clip is called My Brother, um, and it focuses on Kaito mostly. So to kind of give you uh, context, this happens during week 38, the goal getter and the goal lists. And in this episode, that's when Ayo and Risiko first joined the house, and Kaito celebrates his 21st birthday. I think that's the one where he dabs twice. That's very important. Yes, yes. It is. He, yeah. he dabs on his birthday. Yeah. Crucial. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was just a really intense sneeze, but... No. Let me ask no. you, is this his brother? Is that why this is called this? Mm-mm. Okay. So he meets up with a guy named Masato Yukawa. I did a little bit of digging, because full disclosure, none of us have seen Boys and Girls Next Door, but he is an OG Boys and Girls Next Door member. He was the fourth person to ever walk onto Terrace House. Oh. Hmm. So this, okay, yeah, because I was under the impression that he seriously was his brother. I mean, he's one of those, remember um, Kaito, I think it was around when he came on, he was like, I'm childhood friends with Guy, like Guy Sato, and this other guy named Masato. Okay, that's a very confusing sentence. But you know what I mean? Like he was saying he was childhood friends with two people who have already been on Terrace House, Guy Sato, who we know from Aloha State, and Masato Yukawa from BGND. I okay. was ready to believe that they were actually related because they both had like, and I know this isn't like a genetic thing that you inherit, but they both had like the frosted tip blonde thing <laughs> going totally, on. Oh, totally you had, had to bring this up. You on, had yep. to bring this up, didn't you? Okay, so to. fine. This was the haircut, guys. This is what my hair looked like in high school. <laughs> really? I had, I had the bowl cut. I had the bowl cut center part, but the, just the front, the bangs weren't, weren't frosted. They were more like platinum uh, Cisco blonde. Kind of. That sounds like there. frosted to me. I mean, but they, it was the whole hair, like to root to tip, basically. And it was just the Pit. front. It was the dumbest shit. And then I had blue contacts, too. It was ridiculous. But it was the whole center part undercut. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Blue contacts. Yeah. yeah I'm just gonna I skip had colored contacts. Yep. Excuse me? I totally did. Contacts? Was yeah. Was that big of a thing? Well, I was wearing, I was playing football. Mm. And then the guy, the guy was like, the optometrist was like, hey, do you want colors? I was like, yeah, I'll take some. So it was really you don't offer that. He was very irresponsible to offer someone that. <laughs> he totally offered it. I was like, yeah, that's cool. What color? Hey, you want to look I like do? a weirdo? Like yeah. that's listen, essentially at, what he was offering you. Look at K-pop now. It's all like it's required now in K-pop. You can't have brown yeah. eyes anymore as an Asian. Are you, are you calling all K-pop artists weirdos? Daily? Is that yeah, what actually. Yeah. <laughs> But sure. I love him. I love K-pop. Don't hate me. Unpopular I love opinion. No, no. I mean, I think it definitely is in line today. But the combination of that with the hair, I gotta say, is gonna I'm telling be you, 
it was it was a look. I'm not proud of it. I'm just saying when I saw that guy sitting across from Kaido on the couch, I was like, fuck, I can't even hate what this guy's doing with this look. <laughs> I was oh, like, you were me. I, did this. Yeah. I was you. I was you one day. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to give the guy the respect he deserves, I, I know from scouring the Terrace House subreddit, he's one of those beloved members from Boys and Girls Next Door that everyone mm. still talks about. Uh, everyone affectionately calls him Makun. Unfortunately, we don't have the context to understand it, but I can pretend that we do. Will they ever bring it to international Netflix in an official capacity? Why are they delaying? I think it's a rights thing because that was before they were under under Netflix, right? Mm, so, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm guessing Fuji TV has it under their wing and they have it under contract for a good long while. And I can hear the um, keyboards clicking away right now. So I appreciate everyone that's going to send us a comment like, hey, here's a link to watch it all. But like. Like, I'm just wondering why it's not official on Netflix. And if it was on Netflix, it'd be just so much easier for everyone to look at it, right? Not just the mm-hmm. most hardcore of hardcore Terrace House fans. Right. And and so the the thing is, and kind of like full disclosure here, like, it's a big reason why we were hesitant to cover it ourselves, right? Because, like, we want you guys to have easy access to a lot of this content. Yeah. So. But one day, maybe. I'm not. I'm yeah. never saying never. Yeah. Um, I did kind of like Masato's vibe, though. He seems very chill. Like, yeah. the way he looks aside... He seems like a chill dude, and he seems uh, he seems like he's definitely interested in Kaito's whole you know shtick. They they come off as very much like childhood friends catching up. My he's brother. a business owner. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah, he's like. a watchman. Yeah, but who Damn. watches him? Okay, first of all, Damn stop. It. Second of all, <laughs> did did you guys peep those like triangle watch faces? Like I was just gonna say that, like, because yeah. I was like, is is Kaito about to rock a triangular faced watch right now? <laughs> that's what that's I thought. Happening? He was gonna like, get them. Which... It totally does not get on with his look if that's what was about to happen. Mm. But I, I liked yeah. like the antique looking, just very simple watches. Like yeah, I was a fan. Those were neat. nice watches. I I love the part like the subtle note where, <laughs> where Kaito thought he broke the fucking stand. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was, was so Kaito of him. To yeah, do. He's, like, he's like he's like oh. Laugh. Yeah, you know he like yeah. looked up into a camera in that moment too, because th- those first couple yeah. episodes of him just constantly like finding the camera and looking dead center. That was my favorite part yeah. of like his entire time on opening new doors was just him like looking directly into your soul for a second. It was yeah, good I, shit. I feel like there was quite a few meetings with the producers like off camera where they're like, "Okay, Kaito." Stop looking at the fucking camera. You can't keep doing this, (laughs) Kaito. We need the shots of you. So while while we're talking about watches real quick, though, I mean, you've got the phones that are folding in half now. You're going to have bendable. You already have bendable OLED displays. It's only going to be a matter of time before a watch is just basically a screen, like all screen that just wraps around your wrist. Like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Super thin, super Um, light. But to bring it back to the scene, so there isn't too much meat here. They like, Kaito just gives Masato an update of what's happening with him in the house, and now this is like old news, right? Uh, you know, Kaito. I think this is him still talking about Yui because this is back when he was mostly, yeah. you know, seeing how things are with Yui. Right. Um, the thing for me that stood out with this Kaito talk is he gave a reason as to why he and his last girlfriend broke up. And I found it real weird because he said, yeah, we were both like I was too busy to have a girlfriend. She was busy, too. She had a part time job. <laughs> she wasn't even going to school or something like, yeah, no. I mean, he's yeah. just got his head in the clouds. You know, he's got his head, his head is on other his mind is on other things. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he's a skater boy. 
Yeah, he strikes me as the kind of person that's like, oh man, I could never do that. I'm just too busy. And it's like, for five hours, you were watching 13 Reasons Why. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, man, busy. Yeah, you know? I mean, when you have a part-time job, it's hard to have time for anything else. No, no time. I think we we all know people like that, too. That's an interesting... No, go ahead, Colin. No, I was just going to say, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, depending on your schedule, it just, like, ebbs and flows. Like, me personally, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely busy, but then I have, like, this certain amount of downtime, but then I'll also be busy this next time. I don't know. It's just a really weird thing because my schedule is really weird personally. So it's, yeah. like, it's, it's really a matter of just how you're spending your quote-unquote busy time, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, bottom line is people are going to do what's a priority for them, you know? Obviously, they weren't right. a priority for each other, so they weren't going to hang out very often. Right, right, that's just a that's just a way better way of putting it. Yep. Yeah. That's the thing though about the the priority. It's interesting then that Mhm. <laughs> Did you die? <laughs> Guys, there's a bird out my window and my cats are flipping out. <laughs> I just heard him. I just heard a big thunk like what the hell? Mango just threw himself at the desk. No. It did not make it. <laughs> Oh, he fell. So it was a cat fail. Oh, that's awesome. Well, keep going. You were saying. Yeah, we were keeping this in. Yeah. There's a bird out the window. (laughs) There's nothing you can do. You got a BB gun or something? You just got to observe them. Oh. This is the joy of Seattle life. There are birds here. So you were saying. Yeah, continue, please. Okay. I'll give give myself. Nope. Go. So it's it's interesting to me that there's a bird out my window, but also that <clears throat> Kaito was then okay with putting that priority on Maya and allowing it's like, hey, we're both really busy with the things that we want to do in life. Let's revisit this when we're not so busy and when we're preferably in the same country because he was definitely focused on getting abroad right yeah abroad or abroad i knew i was gonna do that you couldn't that that is the choice that he made he he had the choice between abroad and abroad abroad a robert low-hanging fruit scarpinito that's what i do there it is no but yeah i think that that that, that's a little gray for me because i definitely it's clear that they care about each other they're just not they're definitely in different points in their lives. So I, I think it was mature that they did that, but whether or not each other are either of their priorities is up in the air to me. I hate to be a pessimist, but I say there's like pretty much zero hope. Well, on on some recent Instagram posts that have been posted on the Terrace House subreddit, it's looking like Maya's getting a little buddy-buddy with one of Xion's model friends. Absolutely. Oh, wait, yep, you're right. I did see that post. Absolutely. Yep. I I mean, uh, and we're gonna get we're gonna talk about Maya a little bit more in this episode too. So maybe I'll reserve my conversations for her for that. Yeah, like I think this this scene with Kaito just kind of reframed him for me, and that I I'm curious as to what he looks for in a partner because you know I mean being a skater boy, a professional skater boy, as much as I'm you know making fun of it by calling it skater boy. Yes, <laughs> it's it is a lot of hard work. I mean, there's so much practice that goes into that. And that practice practice is pretty high risk. Cause if you fall the wrong way, that could almost end your career, if not completely end it. Right. Um, so I'm sure he puts a lot of time and effort into that. And on top of whatever part-time jobs he needs to do to make ends meet. But 
to to say, oh, my girlfriend didn't have time. She had a part time job. Is <laughs> so it's know. so kind of to say. Like I said earlier, it's such yeah. a thing. Um, but let's go on to the next lost tape. This uh, is week thirty nine. Do you believe in fortune telling? I was going to say in wait. life after love, but I all first of it. all, first of all, poll here. Do you? Okay. Do you believe in like astrology, fortune telling, star sign kind of stuff? Like I, I, there's too many, there's too many crock of shit psychic things that I've run into, like stories. Sylvia Brown, like, there's too many like mistakes she's made and shit. Am I getting that name right? Do people know who that I is? Yes, I know, yes, I know who okay. that is. Anyways, yeah. just it's just it just looked too stupid too many times for me to like really put credence into that um that being said though whenever i re- maybe this is just what everyone does but whenever i read like horoscopes and stuff like that i'm like oh, that's exactly me oh my gosh they're describing exactly so i'm kind of torn with that as thing. as a rising solar eclipse uh moonrise asteroid boy kin, virgo kin, kin. Asteroid kin virgo <laughs> wow. i put little to no stock in astrology and fortune telling if that made it any clearer basically anyone that's like um i'm gonna tell your fortune please swipe your credit card here it's like yeah really? yeah it's a, it's a bunch of fucking hokey pokey bullshit in my, in my hokey opinion hokey pokey <laughs> I, I don't, anyway. don't want to come off as it's hokey pokey bullshit i don't believe in it but i would never fault anyone for believing in it because you got to believe nah, in something right it's fun yeah. it's just fun if, if yeah. you start yeah, treating it like good old uh, like good time then i'm, I'm all yeah about it. If you can't believe in yourself, believe in the fortunes. If someone's just, yeah, if someone's just looking to do it for fun or whatever and, like, just, you know, maybe they need some affirmation or whatever the hell. I don't care. Like, whatever reasons you have for doing it, that's fine. But if you're taking it 100% seriously, then it's just kind of stupid because it's someone telling you stuff that you absolutely have a say in. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's all like, like, oh, you're going to have, like, three kids in the future and a husband. And it's like, well, that's quite frankly up to fucking you and your life choices yeah <laughs> like like uh, unless you just take that into serious belief and then it just turns into a self-fulfilling prophecy you know what i mean that that's just it's completely on you so i just mm-hmm. i just think that's bull and mm-hmm. i mean as far as like psychics and like oh i'm talking to your dead relative it's just educated guessing yeah that yeah. stuff that evil nefarious shit i really don't like that when people say I'm, t- I've got your grandpa right here or your grandma. Like that's, that's really just, it's fucking disgusting, and that's why I really don't like it. The it's ones disgusting. who are like, I'm, I'm channeling a a family member. Name starts with a B or C, maybe a D. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps going. It keeps going. Yeah, I don't think it's all scam though. But yeah, definitely, I think it just like awakens. Like you make the connections for yourself like you could read your horoscope and it could say you are a person that usually feels like this and it's like oh my god that's totally me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. i mean there's been several videos where like uh like they'll, they'll catch this this psychic on a hidden camera and they'll be meeting with this person they met with like years ago they're like yeah you told me that my son was like kidnapped and now he's dead and then, nice. like, the sun will come up behind the psychic and be like, yeah, I'm right here, motherfucker. I'm alive. Wait, that's, like, like on YouTube? You can watch that yeah, right now? Yeah, dude. It's oh fucking hot. Yeah. Like, no. dude, all this, this chick out on, on video. Here, Here's the thing. Like, I mean, if, like I said, if it's just for fun, then then I'm all for that. But whenever money comes into it and people are preying on your vulnerabilities, that's where I take a, a big stand on that stuff. Sure. 
I don't think that the Kuruzaw mother is doing that, though. I think no. I just, think we went a little yes. too grim. No, yeah, we, we oh, yeah, yeah. We're going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. That being said, though, I do think that there certainly are people that really think they have these certain powers. They really believe yeah. that. Like, they would absolutely pass a lie detector test. Like, it's not a scam to them. It's real to them. So I definitely uh, believe in that. And I also think that there are definitely, like, not to get too hippy-dippy again, but there probably are definitely, like, energies and dimensions and parts of the universe that science does not completely understand. And science would be the first to admit that they don't understand that stuff. So yeah, I think right. there's a lot like, more unknown shit than there is known shit. Yeah, there's crazy stuff like Infinity Stones out there. It's Yeah. No one really understands everything. That's White real, walkers, right? But, that was real, yeah. It, yeah uh, <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers so, seen Interstellar? Anyway. <laughs> So let's bring it back to Terrace House. So this lost tape happens during week 39, like a long spell of autumn rain. Mm. Uh, in this episode, I believe it's the one that ends with Io and Risiko having that really steamy gym date that's very suggestive. Mm. Um, Kaito Wait. does his whole skateboarding gig at that big surf skaters event on the beach where Guy Sato shows up as well. Um, so that's kind of your context for this episode. Okay. So we open this clip in a place called Angel House where Yui goes to see the Karuizawa mother, who apparently is a really famous fortune teller in the area, and Yui asks her for both career advice and love life advice. For career advice, the Karuizawa mother tells her, you know, go outside your box, maybe be a stewardess. Leave the country. Yeah, be a flower I that shop was owner. Oh, when she's like, you, you should be a stewardess, but you're too short. What? You're too short. It, <laughs> I didn't understand that. Like, doesn't it help to be shorter because then you're more eye level with the people sitting down right next to you. <laughs> Got into the right requirements. That's funny. I don't know. Weird. But yeah, she throws out a bunch of these career things, but we're not here for her career. We're here for her love life advice, right? Let's go. Um, <laughs> so Yui first brings up this kid named Kaito. He's a skateboarder. And then she brings up Soda, and I love how she doesn't describe Soda first by any, like, defining feature, except for there's a guy who's turning 26. Though that is for a practical <laughs> reason, because the way that um, the psychic was putting together her divination is through, like, what year people were born in, like, what, mm. their, what their star sign is. But I feel like Yui describes people like that a lot. Like, I think, I feel like there was another instance where it's, like, someone was, like, like the 26 year old yeah and then the 17 year old uh, and the whatever right so the fortune teller first goes deep into soda that sounds wrong uh oh, he's a you said it. You he's said a it. hop he's a hapaku saturn i don't know oh yeah she's she asked her all their um birthdays like, and everything i yeah. i barely understand rising and setting when it comes to like virgo and pisces and shit no. so no. I'm just, I, I don't know, you know anything about a cusp i know there is a cusp I don't know what a cusp is. Okay. Um, but yeah, she the fortune teller says Sota is a stubborn person who's devoted to his work. And it's like, you know, for as much as I don't believe in fortune telling, that was pretty <laughs> spot on. That's right on. Yeah. Yeah. She got pretty um, good. And that's exactly what Yui said. Like, yeah, that's him exactly. But then Yui's immediately like, yeah, but no, I'm not interested. Like, not him. Definitely not him. <laughs> nope. Anyone. <laughs> and, and she was like empathetically like, oh, no, 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 not him. Not him. Nope. You, you don't want to get with him. No. Yeah, yeah. He, she up, even said, didn't she even say that he's the yeah the type of guy to get married early, right? Isn't that what she said? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, now this next thing that Yui says is what made me think: Why the fuck wasn't this clip in the show? Yui says that when when she brings up Io, she says, "If I were to go for anyone in the house right now, it'd probably be him." And keep in mind, this would have dropped in week thirty nine. 
I think two or three episodes before we just get that curveball where Io is all of a sudden like, no, I really like Yui. You know, it just, it just that feels like it comes out of nowhere. Whereas I think this scene would have been a good setup for like, oh, maybe Yui's in Io. You know, there definitely right, were yeah, some, because, yeah, some kernels dropped there. Right, exactly. It would have cut out a lot of the trouble that we had, you know, before with the editing. We we're just like, well, where the hell was any of the background for this? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I mean, we were very vocal about being like, and also Yui and Io hang out. Like, this also yeah. gave us one of those instances of them all hanging out together. Yeah. And um, essentially, the fortune teller boils it down to your best bet is probably with Io. You guys are like perfect for each other, like it's in the stars, right? Uh, whereas Kaito would be best as a friend, which, yeah, sure. She, did uh, she say Io could be a businessman in the future, or was that somebody else? Yeah, yes. yeah. She said Io could be a businessman, which okay. I could kind of yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah, because, and Daly even said, like, he looks pretty professional and adult in glasses, too, so. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Cam, just get your fingers out your nose. <laughs> That's the best part. He's just, uh, like, at a board meeting, just digging for gold, like. Digging in. What if, you know uh, what, wait, what if he, he like, he, invents, like, a world-class, like, nose picker, and then it becomes a billionaire no. entrepreneur, and then just laughs oh at Oh, my us God. That's, for that's teasing him. This has all been research. Yeah. <laughs> He just blackboard after blackboard. He's just like, I've been doing extensive research. His mess, his hair is a mess. Yeah, yeah, Fucking yeah. has this is optimal days. booger picking time he's at got this like, point. He's got like beakers and Tesla coils in the background. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, we cut now to the playroom with Yui Risiko and Io. I think that's the scene Daly was alluding to earlier, where Yui kind of just relays all of this information to uh, Io and Risiko, and everyone laughs when Yui says, yeah, apparently Io and I are, like, perfect for each other. <laughs> yeah, and I love how she just leaves that information for last, and then Io is just fucking losing it. Yeah, well, he, she said to him, like, well, I'm gonna save you for last. She even told him that, and then she goes, well, first we're gonna talk about soda. And, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty comical, actually, and it got a little... Not uncomfortable is not the word, but it definitely, like, Io, it got his gears turning in He's his head, thinking. I guess. thinking. Like, yeah. that was the very last, like shot was like him like huh yeah Yeah, and he was literally star and i have the husband star and he was pushing on his nose too when that happened too i Mm -hmm. I watched it a couple times Uh, (laughs) i i really do think this might have been the scene where io i mean not falls in love that's a strong way to put it but i think this is the scene where io in his head thought you know maybe yui is an option i feel like he already liked her then and he was just waiting to see what she thought maybe i don't know he he seemed Mm -hmm. because it was remind me i don't remember like where was this after he did he already tell Risako he didn't like her? Or not yet? No, this was... Way before this, pro- okay. this presumably um, happened before their gym date, before Risako uh, and Io's okay. gym date. Got it, okay. So so he's really just, like, trying to lay low, and maybe he hasn't... Maybe this is the conversation where, like you said, Robert, where he's like, maybe you use an option. Yeah. Viable. It, I feel like that would have given us great context in the main show, Terrace House. Man, then you're just... Hey, you got Terrace too many House. good ideas here, Robert. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, just saying. Kurizawa mother didn't pay enough to be featured on the mainline show as part of like the tourism board. Ouch. That could Ouch. be it. Yeah. She didn't but, see this coming. Uh, but I, speaking of. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Real quick question before we move uh, away from Kurizawa mother. Who else would you have liked to have seen visit her? That lived in the house. Sota. One million oh, percent. Oh, Sota. You? Oh, I, Dude, he would have been, been sitting the whole time be like, this is a bunch of fucking hooey. Like, <laughs> that would have been, I mean, you know, there's so many No, what if he's really people. into it? 
he I, I, I could see him as either the type of person that is like this is a bunch of hooey or someone that's like takes that word as gospel I and is totally- like yeah because of my star sign I'm obnoxious so I can't help it you know I'm a Taurus or whatever mm-hmm. yeah something was, to just something to justify his actions uh, yeah I was yeah. destined to divorce yeah. young I uh I'm just like man I'm wishing that Maya went there or Mayu sorry like mm. of asking about Noah, I would have loved to have seen that kind of scene. Oh too. my god! Holy she shit! Like, Shut the fuck down, please. <laughs> yeah, maybe she no. could have spared herself. Same. Um, but yeah, next scene that we're gonna talk about. This happens during week forty, and this clip is called "Crack." It's a pretty ominous name. Cocaine. <laughs> yep. They everyone that- is just snorting crack for the whole. I was thinking scene. crispy, cr- crispy cream crack, crack crispy cream. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Explain. Um, st- I, I was is that a nickname for Krispy Kreme in your guys' like neighborhood? Crack, Krispy- yeah, Snack Crackle Pop. <laughs> yeah, snack right. Crackle Pop. I, I mean, to be fair, if they were caught using cocaine, there's no way Terrace House would still be airing because Japan no. takes drugs. Oh my seriously. gosh. They would um, burn all the all the films, all the dailies. <laughs> yeah. They would, they would um, wipe the Terrace House off the face of the earth. Wait, so, did you say you're going to burn daily? Please don't. No, I'm scared. Whoa. No. Y'all, we're going into dark places. I've been threatened. Dark recesses. Uh, anyway, this clip happens during week 40, a man who can't be described in Japanese. Mm. In this episode, there is the Apple Music Festival where Yui and Kaito go see Shohei perform live. Uh, there's uh, Kaito and Maya go on a trick museum date. And I'm just realizing Kaito went on two dates with two different girls in this episode. Um and then there was Sota dropping the, I need to pick new glasses, Risiko, and there is a spot open for you if you would like to come with me. Oh, that was this episode? That was this episode where he drops that first. There, there is an opportunity can... to which you can help me pick <laughs> out glasses. And Risiko oh. cannot stop laughing, nor could right. we. Yes, yes. The world was um, laughing at that man. So this scene, I feel like... I'm of two minds of it because there's a part of me that thinks this could have added a lot more context to the episodes that we see after this, but it also feels like this little scene is inconsequential because I feel like nothing gets resolved. Right. It just shows it's just like character building in a way of just showing how difficult it is for uh, Yui and Maya to get along and to even have a simple one-on-one conversation and really suss things out. They really couldn't get it done. And it just showed me and in a way it kind of colored from where I stood, it kind of colored Maya as kind of the meanie. And mm. Yui was kind of the nice person trying to bring things up that were bothering her and trying to air, air things out so they could move on and be closer together. That's kind of the impression I got from it. Yeah, I mean, this is the, like, far from the first time this has been brought up as an issue, right? The communication yeah, yeah. issue between uh, the other girls and Maya. Uh, and so this just kind of added to that whole issue and like Robert said, nothing gets really resolved here. And th- I mean, this also adds to the whole, um, what what's the word? Fucking animosity that happens during the sock mm-hmm. incident. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it just so, me? I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, it's so I, I think that I, it really leads me to believe that the way that they're talking about it, it almost sounds like, and I think I've said it before that like it, like my almost sounds bipolar <laughs> by the way. I, the way they describe it. I think it. we have brought that up. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. And, and it just seems like what is going on. She just seems like really difficult to deal with here. Like she just doesn't seem like she's even interested in, in really having a resolution there. Yeah. And I, I think this kind of showcases Yui's inability to say what's on her mind 
in some cases. I mean, she seemed bothered, but couldn't say she was bothered. Right. For me, the way this scene kind of played out is, especially with the hindsight of what Yui later does and how she later handles conflict. Like, this was, like, her trying to place herself as, like, hey, you've been mean to me. Or, like, I feel victimized by your mood swings. And she's she's trying to get, like, a confession or an apology. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. like, if she does have, like, hurt feelings over, like, that, that's definitely one thing. But it wasn't a conversation of, like, are you okay lately? Like, I worry about you. Like, me and Risiko have mentioned that, like, you seem to be all over the place. It felt more like I have been victimized by that and I am expecting an apology. And that's yeah. been her MO from then onward that we right. later it, learned. It, fed, it felt very finger in the chest sort of deal. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, yeah, I'm a victim of your mood swing. It's not like, hey, is everything okay? I feel like you've been kind of like right. all over the place. Like, right. It's not like checking in. It's more like, hey, back off. You know is, is it just me or I just get the impression that Maya seems like one of those girls that has more kind of close guy friends than like oh, yeah. close group of oh, girlfriends, right? Yeah, She's mostly totally. friends with dudes mainly, and it seems like she has issues with girls, or at least the two girls that she's li- I've seen her live with on Terrace House. Well, it, and, and it's it's kind of tough, right? Because we later we later do learn that Yui is the catalyst for a lot of the drama that yeah. ex- explodes later yeah. on. So maybe there, I mean, that leads me to believe that there's a lot of stuff happening off camera behind the scenes. For sure. Maybe between Maya and Yui, among other things. Yeah, it just illustrated again how toxic that relationship is and how it's pretty much beyond repair. And that's pretty much probably why we didn't get the uh, you know traditional huggy goodbye scene between everyone because they were just all ready to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, everyone yeah. was just done with each other. Yeah. I feel like Kaito's the only one who got out of the house unscathed. Emotionally. Yeah, it's Kaito- like, you can't get mad at Kaito. No, yeah. I mean, Kaito's the one that's probably like... Guys, hello? What? Nobody's what happening. No, who, I mean, nobody's hug? talking to each other. Yeah, I mean, he got out fine. Yeah, Scott Free. I mean, he had his kiss on the beach. He's going to the U.S. to train for the Olympics. Like, pretty bright future for that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's good. He's uh, set. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I feel like this scene was pretty, you know, I mean, it was long. It was good character building, like Jack said. But at the end of the day, maybe I'm comparing it too much to the sock incident, where I think the sock yeah. incident had so much juice. And this is just kind of like the the dry appetizer before it. Yeah, yeah I think it, it was... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if anything, this is added context for but, the sock incident. Yeah, I can just see now say. why this is on the cutting room floor. And this isn't like the other episode. Like, I'm not wishing like, oh, I wish some of this was in the actual show. Now I'm like, okay, I'm glad this was cut. Mm. Sorry yeah. for about it. Because this, this gets well-treaded later on, the same territory. I do see it as like part of the buildup yeah. because it's like one of those things where it's like something totally inconsequential but it just becomes something that you constantly think about that it just builds up into like man sometimes Maya is super friendly and sometimes she's not and it's like that's totally an unproblematic statement but Yui made it into a problem yeah exactly and that that's Yui's tagline Yui made it into a problem <laughs> yep <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like the hand-holding incident, the she, sock incident. She, she made, made it. It, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a thing. Same. She made it a thing. Uh, the next clip is during week 41. It's called Car Wash. This is a quick, simple one. Not really that big. 
But to Ooh. put it into context, because I will forever and always love this episode, week 41 is called Embarrassing Rejections. And that's the oh, episode yes. where, if you might remember, Soda got rejected twice in one episode. Yes, thank you. In goodness. one week. Uh, I, I, I like this little clip because, and, and there really isn't much to take away from it. It's just a little oh, bit of small talk. Guys, but, I got beef with this video, but I'll let you go first, please. Well, oh my all, God. all I will say, what I do like about it is Soda, it actually makes Soda seem like a human fucking being. <laughs> like there's some, there's life going on yeah. in that body of his, you know? Yeah. I like seeing him and Yui interact because like... There's no, there's no like tension of like dating there. It's just like he, he sure. really opens up around her. I mean, that's how we first ever found out. Like later we learned that he's totally nonplussed about saying it, but that's how we first found out about the ex-wife and the kid was him talking to Yui. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I get, I get a student teacher vibe from that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's how he feels toward her too. It's like, I'm senpai. Let me explain guide that. You. Oh, so like he's the teacher. She's the student. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, because okay. he gives her a lot of job seeking advice too. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. very, a, very much a mentorship role. But Jack, but you have, not, you have yeah, beef? Jack has a five level wagyu beef. Holy shit! I was triggered during this video, guys, and no oh. one saw this. No one saw this. Who has ever owned a car? I, I crickets. Yeah. I've owned oh, a wait, car. I, I, thought, I, I, saw, I thought that was like a, who has ever owned a car <laughs> of you guys. Yeah, I thought Cold, there was like, more. I thought that. there was a comma there. I thought there was. <laughs> When they, st- <laughs> when they started washing the bottom of the car first and moving up, I was so pissed. I was screaming like, "Oh you yeah, that didn't make any fucking idiot. sense." Yeah, what were you car doing? Obviously, going to be the dirtiest part of the car. Who does that? And then so does excuse for that too. When he's like, "Oh well, if you wash the top first, when you get to the tires, the mud tends to splash." Like, what the fuck kind of reasoning is nah, that? Bro- is That's that not how a gravity works, dude? Broken. Tr- like oh it's not gonna splatter now if we do it first no dude if you wash the and i know everyone knows this i know i'm already preaching the choir but if you wash the car okay the bottom first you're gonna be washing dirty dirt shit uh, suds all car. over the clean car right when you get to the top you moron i'm sorry See, I, I was pissed watching i mean that. I'm one of the few but proud subscribers of the idea where you start in the middle and then work your way down and then up you do that Stop! <laughs> what? You're no, just I'm fucking kidding. with me. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I actually have have never washed my car by hand. No, I, and I usually don't either. I go through those one those like no touch machines. Yeah, like, automatic. That's, car that's what you do. That's what you do. Don't touch me. So, anyways, when they were doing that, I was just like, "What?" And then, um, to kind of defend the man, now that I've torn into him, um, he was just having casual conversation with Yui there, and he said something that to me, as an American, seemed very normal and he kind of got slapped on the wrist for that by Yui. He said, so when are you going to ask out Io or Kaito to Yui? And she said, that was a very arrogant question to ask. Mm. I'll ask them when I want to. And I was like, damn, snippy. And I, to me, that's just like a small talk, kind of maybe like a little elbow in the side, like, haha, you like them, right? Like, when are you going to ask them out? Like, to me, it just seemed like very small talky, very casual. And Yui um, bristled at that, right? Mm. Thoughts. I, yeah, go ahead, Dilly. I took it as like that she was mad about it because it was like, oh, which one? Like, you could ask out either of them. You like either of them, right? Mm. And I think that was what she was bristling at. Mm. That's kind I, of what I construed it as. 
So I he was saying as... you like. So wait, wait. He was saying you like both of them. You can have your pick. Which one yeah. are you gonna pick? Yeah. Versus like, who do you like? Who mm. who would you want to ask out? Versus, are you going to ask out one or the other? But doesn't Soda maybe know that you what Yui doesn't know and that both those guys kind of like her because they've discussed so much in the room, in the guys' room? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, yeah. I took it as. This is Yui, the the virginal, sweet princess, innocent princess still, who she wouldn't dare ask a boy out mm. because the boys ask her out. Yeah, she's the one that writes the notes. <laughs> after yeah, she's she the one who out. creates a questionnaire afterwards. Okay. Yeah, I just thought but it was that, a very, to me, yeah. it just seemed like a very normal conversation they're having. And she like was like, don't ask me that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. She I was mean, definitely kind of shovey about it. Look, if there's anything I understand about Yui, it's nothing because seriously, she's impossible to I think yeah, peg. I, Good la- point. Yeah, later later on, we learn that she's a lot of face for the camera and a lot of behind the scenes drama. Right. Uh, but let's bring us home to our last clip that we're talking about today: assembly to make udon. Avengers assemble. <laughs> we need to make some udon for our sick friend. This, this was uh, this was another terrace as fuck, but it was a good one. I enjoyed watching yeah. it. Super yeah. cute. This also happens during week 41, but um, the same as the last clip. So this is a Soda Maya episode, basically. A little... With a cameo by Risako. Yeah, Yeah. Udon Adventure. Right. So they're talking about... Like, they're just sitting in the kitchen talking about how, oh, man, Risako is sick. So let's, you know, make... Let's make her some Udon. And then they go to the market and they also pick up like a quick microwave kind of meal just in case they fuck up the Udon because they're both (laughs) joke constantly about how they're bad at cooking. And, and Risco told them, too, like, you know what? If you guys are just getting ingredients, if you want to just get one of the pre-made ones, go ahead and get <laughs> yeah, one of those. Please feel she free. No faith. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they make it. And then through it. Look, I'm no pro cook. I'm no pro chef. I know a little bit to a bit about cooking. But, damn, it hurt to watch them be like, do we start with the, the white side or the green side? <laughs> that was really funny. Dude, yeah, dude, I was getting tense there because her knife was so dull. Mm. I was watching how she was chopping those onions. I was like, she's going to hurt herself. That's how you get in the ER when you're in the kitchen chopping stuff. Make sure you have a sharp knife. People think sharp knife is dangerous. No, it's actually so much safer to have a sharp yes. knife than a dull one. Yeah, quick quick knife know. tips from Tadaima. One, yes. always sharpen your knife. Two, a falling knife has no handle. Three, always hand wash your knife. Never throw them in the dishwasher. Oh no? Why not? I do that all the time. Um, because oh, the same. the extra heat and the banging it around, it just creates mm. dents and fucks oh. with the metal. Damn it! Okay. Oh. Yep. Hand wash them all the time. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. I'm still I gonna like, do it. I'm I sorry. I'm still gonna people, put them in the dishwasher. Two people learned today. <laughs> do it. I like watching them putter around. The kitchen especially yeah. with the con like even maya said it, it's like oh something that you're not good at like so what it's what, it's nice to see him be be human yeah he just it like fully admits like yeah i have no fucking clue what i'm doing but the the, the what, what the hell was that thing that maya was cutting off of like the it looked like a piece Dude, of wooden board with something on top what was it it was like was it naruto or something or men- fish, fish men- cake it yes, was oh, was oh that was fit and it was like glued to a board of wood and that's how you buy it that was weird it's like the packaging. It's fan yeah. It's It's fine. It's crazy. It was oh. weird looking. I was like, what planet am I on? I thought they were eating Star Wars food when I saw her Wait, cut so it what, off that board. What was it again? Fish cake. Fish cake. Fish cake. Oh. Okay. Because mm-hmm. then when I saw it chopped up and in the udon, I was like, oh, I recognize that now. It's yeah. like, you like, know how we have like like hot dogs and we know, we consciously know that like hot dogs are just like a bunch of different meats, like mm-hmm. wait, pieces, wait, 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 parts wait. put together. What? It's. 
the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is. Revelation. That's, what, that's, that's what, a fish cake? Yeah, because it's not like a specific slice of fish. <laughs> it's a it's fish just, hot dog. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a fish dog. I, oh I did my not want to make that statement, but sure. Okay. That's what you're saying, basically. <laughs> Chocolate starfish and the fish the cake with hot- water. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, oh. anyway. There, there are some pretty choice lines, though, in this that's like great. I, it almost feels like this was a comedy written and performed by oh, actors. Oh, it was so fun one, to watch. One of my favorite ones is Soda saying something along the lines of, "If you use midden in sake, then yeah. then you'll look like a real chef." Like yeah. just using just <laughs> the, throw it in there. <laughs> the ingredients you use is like, "Wow, you're a real pro." That's Fucking so clueless. true, though. Like it's like I'm gonna put some put some cardamom on here, and it's like, "Oh yeah. shit." Like, yeah, I'm just saying. I, some star like, anise in the rice. Yeah, I I may have said that I'm not a pro chef, but I do use midden in sake in my cooking, so maybe. Maybe you're a pro. I, I mean, hey, so. based on Soda's definition, it looks like you're yep. rock solid there. Hell, hell yeah. I, I think Robert undersells his cooking personally, but the man makes his own I'm, bread. I'm, He's got yeast I mean, aging in a jar right now. I guarantee. I, you. I don't. Not anymore. I fucking that shit's listen, difficult. I eat his cooking like almost every day, and I think it's fine. I think it's great. Thank you. Look how married opening, you guys are. I know. He's wiped up. Kyle but listen, I don't care. I'm fucking spoiled. All right. What are you going to start doing his laundry for? I mean, to make up for it. <laughs> uh, Anything but the undies. You're not saying no. Anyway, Richako walks into the room. I feel so bad for her. She looks so sick. It was so She's bad. So sick. Mm. She had like was... a cold pack on her forehead. I was like, that looks like a good idea. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that looks rough. I'm so sorry. And uh, she eats the udon. She's very nice about it, but it is bland. <laughs> Yeah, yeah she, she eventually that. breaks down and is like, yeah, it's bland. I mean, how hard, <laughs> listen, I, how hard can the udon be when I feel like the hardest part is the noodles? It just comes in a bag. You just open it and throw it in the water. You need, yeah. you need the mirin. No, <laughs> yeah. well, I know, the you hardest the part flavor. is definitely the broth, dude. Yeah, the broth is easily the hardest part because there's, there's, um, there's a concentrated broth that I don't remember the name of, but you, you use that and then you have to build it up with the right amount of uh, like stock, water, crap, I'm sure, spices. I'm sure they did all that. <laughs> I don't know if they did. No. I did see them do the the concentrated stock. I just don't know what they did after that. So okay. who knows? So Risco walks in. She's got a fever. One of the worst fevers in years. Yes. This is, this is like bad. Um, she gulps down the udon and then is like, cool. I'm going to go get medicine in bed because this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Man, and I was kind of freaking out when she took off the mask. And I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm I really don't think I'm a germaphobe. Like, just, like, you know, wiping down doorknobs and everything like that. Like, I'm okay with germs and stuff for the most part. But when someone I know is sick, I, like, don't even want to be in the same room as them. Is well, it just me? Because they were just uh, you're not the only one there I, and stuff. I, I, was like, I, grew up, uh, I grew up with the germaphobe of a dad. So he's like, listen, you do not need to be around their sickness. Your friend's not coming over. I heard they were sick. Or, like, you're not going over <laughs> to their house because you're sick. Like, yeah. you don't need to get anyone else sick. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. lock you in the basement so but when my they were dad just... was also my dad was also the guy that was like listen how sick are you on a scale of like one to ten i'm like i don't i don't know i feels like shit and he's like you're still going to school <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> you're gonna get them all sick. the children yes yeah that's funny but um yeah I, I don't really have much else to say about this clip it's a very cute character moment not much else to it yeah i fine. like i like the the comment about like She's so cute, even when she's sick. Like a twenty-eight-year-old is super cute, and she is. Yeah, oh, she's wait, the cutest twenty-eight-year-old. We're, for, we're forgetting about like the really important part of this video, and that's when they yeah. sit down and eat, and then right. somehow, so, uh, so does ex-wife gets brought up. 
again. Once again. So forgettable, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. So no, that, there was other conversation here, too, Robert. Like, let's not move on too fast here. So they were talking about how they can see how audiences that are watching Terrace House can think that Soda's a bit much for saying to Maya, uh, oh, you want me to drive you then? And so he mm. doubled down on you that. And he, re- and he repeated it. It's like, no, I just meant it like this. And they were like, see, he's doing it again. He's doing it again. And then he just started laughing. And then, like, he's laughing about it. And I was just like, man. This guy can't win. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, mean, the, I, I just think Soda's one of those people who's not, af- he's wholeheartedly not afraid to be himself no matter what other people think of him. And um, that's that's odd in, in Japanese culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so he stands out. I think if he was a foreigner, they'd be more forgiving, I think, of the way he is. Yeah. Probably. I can see that. I, Definitely. Like, scenes like this make me want to be more forgiving toward him, too. Me, too. Like, me too. seeing him be, like, fallible and not, like, just on the way to work, on the way back, like, very serious like i have so much life experience because of my marriage and divorce and child like that's the way we largely talk about him is yeah being, and like, he's totally socially inept and weird and he has like what two or three years on most of us on the show so it's like yeah and, and that's the thing though like this and the car washing scene too it, it humanized him more to me if, if anything it made him seem more like a, just a regular guy than a strange weirdo that he appeared to be on the show exactly I, Which, I feel like cutting out these scenes did jip him a bit in in terms of his stock as his personality you know um and i do love to risiko tells him to his face you have a lot of pride and he bats it off by saying he's just pretending to be confident but to me the way he says it comes off as very arrogant (laughs) like oh really i'm just pretending i'm just it's like the most proud way to say i'm just pretending to be confident that seems harsh i don't know it seemed heartfelt when he said that it seemed like he was in a moment of vulnerability, he was willing to be vulnerable there. Mm. Um, but also to bring up the fact that he brought up his ex, like Colin was saying earlier. Yes. Um, it's funny how he said that he told his ex before he went on to Terrace House, like, hey, I'm going to be on Terrace House. Also, keep in mind, my Instagram is going to blow up and there are haters on the internet and the haters are going to hate. So, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Oof. No and I love how his ex returns with, yeah, but you're the kind of person to get stronger the more people bash you, so. Yeah, it's cool. So <laughs> I love that image. I was, yeah, I, I think it was kind of disappointing because if you read the title of this Another Terrace episode or clip or whatever you want to call it, it sounds like we, we were actually going to get screen time with his ex-wife and she was going to give like a quote or something like that or actually talk about seeing Sota on TV, but we don't at all. It's literally yeah. just them offhandedly talking about his ex-wife yeah like for like maybe 30 seconds yeah those titles are very clickbaity we've established that for sure with the shinsuke one last time or two times ago yeah right but i guess all i can say is soda if you understand us and you've been listening you're welcome for making you stronger our many times of bashing you on this show oh my gosh i I believe has made you a stronger person and i'm happy with where you are and i hope your rap career takes off i hope you get married again that's a future episode guys have another kid oh yeah (laughs) We just listen to that song on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, does anyone else have any thoughts about this clip? No, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, except the bowl. The bowl that Richako was it's eating. Udon I liked of. it. It was oh, like I liked it too. It was like a handcrafted, like a clay bowl kind of weird shape cool. thing. I thought yeah, it was like a this. head for a second. Okay. I, it wasn't? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No, I just oh. thought it was an Udon noodle bowl uh, cup. That's I, I just thought it was a bowl with a nice handle. It was just yeah. weird how it was like had the uneven opening on it, and it was like yeah. I don't know. It was, was, was kind of cool. But you grasped grasp that bit and pulled yeah. bowl to your yeah. face. I it use, looked uh, expensive. I use Buddha bowls too. 
Um, and they have like slots for chopsticks and stuff. So nice. Very fun. Well, that's uh, dope. But with that, I say let's bring this episode of Tadaima home. Uh, you know, if you would be so kind as to, you know, follow us on our socials, you know, maybe tell a friend about Tadaima. We're gearing up into the, you know, the hype that is Tokyo 2019, 2020. That's a little far away, but you know, oh, we're in that weird mid season and we're having a lot of fun with what we've got on the table. Um, the contest that we've been running for a while is wrapping up the day this episode publishes. So, you know, last minute call, if you want to get your reviews in, that'd be mighty appreciated. But otherwise, the contest ends uh, April 30th, end of day. And midnight, we'll be midnight. Yeah. Midnight, yes. Yeah. And we will be announcing, well, midnight Pacific. No, 11.59 p.m. There you go. Pacific. Yes, yep. Pacific. <laughs> and uh, we'll announce the winner of our $100 Amazon gift card sweepstakes next week in next week's episode. Yeah. Uh, so stay time. tuned. Stay tuned for that. If you've left a review, get excited, get hype. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, theories, anything you think we missed, any soda theories you may have, I don't know. Any, um, any better udon recipes, quite frankly. <laughs> true. Yeah. We don't like bland udon here on Tadaima. Uh, please email any and all of those things to us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com. Uh, you can catch us next Tuesday on another episode of Tadaima, where we're going to talk about our favorite boys and girls from the little known place known as Karuizawa. This has been Tadaima. Thanks for listening. Itakimasu! Email us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at Tadaimagram and on Twitter at Tadaimapod. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube at Tadaima, a Terrace House podcast.